Welcome to the new sound of online radio. Welcome to the sound of Universal Broadcasting Network. Psychic Rebel. Welcome to another episode here of Psychic Rebel Live. This is just so exciting here at UBM Radio TV. I uh, have an amazing guest today. I mean, this is going to be a lot of fun. What is better than sex and psychics, right? <laughs> so what I'd love to do is talk to you a little bit about our guest before she starts talking. Her name is Dr. Emily Morse. She is a sex and relationship expert. Okay. She's also host of her own top downloaded podcast, Sex with Emily. <laughs> she was voted the number one dating and sex expert by datingadvice.com and also the number one dating and sex expert to follow on Twitter. Yeah. So, and she's actually an author. So she wrote a book. It's Hot Sex, Over 200 Things You Can Try Tonight. I mean, listen, if I even try <laughs> one of them, I'll be excited, okay? So without further ado, let me uh, have you, you say have hello. You don't have to try mom one day. I always say hello. <laughs> so good to be here with you, Colby. Hi, Thank Emily. you for that. Yeah. How yeah. are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm yeah. so glad to be here. Isn't it nice exciting? setup, yeah. Not, it's like so professional, I right? Love. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. No joke now. This is it. This is it, baby. Y yeah, and I think what's really fun is, you know, we get to take callers and all this round, and it's, it's going to be fun because I've, I've wanted an opportunity where I could have a platform to take callers, but it's always so hard to do that. Right. So this is, I think this is going to be... It's exciting. It's great taking callers. Yeah, we were just starting to do that on my podcast as well, and it's like for years, I earlier on I did and now I didn't but now we are again and it's like so great because typically I, I you know I answer emails and I get give you know advice yeah. that way but now like getting people to call is get tough get the real story yeah get, get the it. it's really fun right because I think you get that one-on-one -on -one healing also exactly which is you, you know it's through an email and, and getting it out there is one way. But really, when you have that voice and that connection and, you know, they leave the call feeling like they've got some help, it's, best it's so That's rewarding. why we do what we do, right? <laughs> it's the best feeling. Yeah. So now, you uh, for anyone who doesn't know, like, how could you not know? But you used to help host Loveline with Dr. Love Drew. Yeah, yeah, for four years. I was the weekly guest co-host on Thursday nights. And then, like, the last few months, I was there every night, which was amazing. I love love. I love being a part of it. I was so honored. And, yeah, and after 30-plus years on the radio it was time for it to you know say goodbye but that was an amazing opportunity because i've been doing my show for 10 and then 
you know, getting to be part of such a, an amazing institution like Loveline was fun. Did it feel like a breakup? Did it feel? <laughs> it kind of did. I mean, not were in you, a bad way. If for you, me, it was just more of a sad. Like I did write like a press release, like, oh, breaking up with, but I'm not. Oh, yeah. We're not breaking up. It's like, it's like, yeah. it felt just a sadness because I love doing live radio. Yeah. I love being in the studio talking. You know, there was never 30 years. There was never an empty line. Yeah. Except when the phone's broke. But besides that, it's like, and you're helping people every, you know, and everyone, there's such history that every time you meet someone, they're like, oh, I grew up on Love Line. So, so you, j just so we know, if there's any drunk text to Dr. Drew, I miss the Love Line, right. dude. Yeah, they, he probably gets that too, but I'm sure he's happy having his nights off. Oh, well, he is. You know, actually, um, I saw him last weekend and he was saying how much he missed you. Oh. He's like, I miss Emily. I miss her. That's so cute. That's sweet. He actually called me the other day when he was driving. He's like, I miss you what are you doing I'm like i miss you too because last thursday night I'm, i've been there every thursday i was like yeah. i was feeling kind of sad it was yeah. like seven i'm like what oh it's love line time yeah, yeah see but you were feeling I it i feel sad yeah but i'm still doing my show uh my podcast right you know we, i did three of them we just build new studio in my office yes so exciting. we do two a week and it's sex with emily and yeah we, we talk all about give, i give people advice around sex relationships dating i mean i've probably you know any question run the know. gamut yeah people email me feedback at sex with emily.com yeah now how does it you know what the thing is is that do you i'm just curious do you ever get tired of talking about sex it's funny you know it's funny because people <laughs> ask me at the beginning they're like you're gonna run out of topics and uh -huh. it's been 10 years 2000 plus podcasts and i never I never get tired of it. I okay. never get bored of it. I'm never not interested even answering friends' questions. So it's it's like I found my calling. I mean, I really, that was my goal in life. A lot of people are looking for like a husband or like the perfect home or the perfect whatever. I was like, what am I going to do on this planet that's going to be impactful, change the world, help myself, help others, all that stuff. And yeah, 10 years ago, and I'm still like really excited. I get there, I'm like, we're doing the show. Yeah. Which is weird. I know, because I get bored of things very quickly, but not sex. And it never ends, too. It never is like, there's always more to talk about. There's There always is, and even just depending on where you are in the process, right? Because it's a cycle. Either we're dating someone, or it's serious, or is this the one... Right. And How then you might, exactly. And then you might find the one and then you're get divorced and then you're dating <laughs> yeah. again. So eventually you're going to be then, doing all the rounds. Then you're back in it, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. absolutely. For for anyone who's tuning in, you can call in. Now, listen, there may be a line, you may be on hold, but please, you know, be patient with us. 323-992-3115. You can also follow um, Emily at Sex with Emily on both Twitter and Instagram. So she's, she's hot on the market there. <laughs> so catch her there, okay? Um, and and what we'll do is um, I want to ask you one more question, sure. if we can, and yeah. then we'll kind of go to a break. And when we come back, we'll take some some callers. Um, with the podcast, you know, with your own podcasting, you now having more time to dedicate to it. What are your plans for the future for it? For my podcast, yeah. I mean, my plans are to just to continue to make a really great podcast and to have more interest uh, to really do more shows a week. I think I've been doing two a week. And okay. it was a while, a few years ago, I was doing five a week. I'd like to get back to that place. Um, I just really love, the thing about my podcast too is I've, I've launched this thing called uh, uh, Operation Communication because I'm always talking about you got to talk to your partner about sex. Yeah. Communication is a lubrication and I love to encourage people <laughs> to listen to the show together. A lot of couples do this already and it's so easy because people find it so hard to talk about sex. Yeah. Whether they're dating or in a relationship. Yeah. They just don't know how to bring up what they want or even figure out what they want. So, you know, my goal is to have people listen to it together, start a discussion, and um, just, like, whatever you need. Because I understand that it's hard, so sometimes that bridges the gap listening to the show, um, you know, finding 
finding other resources. I've got tons of blogs and videos on my site. So really just helping people communicate better, drilling down on what communication means. Well, and it's good too, because you're kind of like that hidden third wheel, which is nice. And they can blame you. Exactly. Right? Like they can talk about it. And then if they're not agreeing, well, Emily said like, I yeah, I don't agree with Emily either. Like, <laughs> Right. I always tell them, I'm like, blame me. Say you were listening you to can, a podcast. Right. Yeah. We can, you Emily can be the said, I should Emily spank said, your ass. Emily so, said, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or something <laughs> or like something that. like that yeah exactly <laughs> pull out the whips there right. we go all right so never turned you. how about we take a break all right this way we get the callers ready and when we come back we'll take our first caller sound good emily sounds great this all right so this is awesome Colby. All the fans. All right. So we are ready to take our very, very first caller. This uh, is Tiffany, right? Tiffany, are you there? Yes, it is. Hi, Tiffany. It's Colby. How you doing? I'm good. Good, good. Um, so now, did you have a question for a relationship or what was your question? I have more of a psychic question. Are you guys taking any of those? Sure. Of course we are. I'm psychic rebel. Okay. I, I should answer some psychic questions. Yes, Absolutely. <laughs> But, By but, the way, hi, Emily. I'm a huge fan. Hi. Thank you so much. She might be piping in, okay? Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, I am, like, at a standstill, I feel, and I just don't know what direction to go for a career. I'm really, like, stagnant and unhappy. Okay, yeah. It's... You know, it's finding the hard part is kind of finding the passion behind what you want to do. Right. We actually we were just talking about passion, but just finding the passion mm -hmm. behind what you want to do. It just feels like you probably were going in a direction that you feel like maybe logically either have more potential or have more money. That's why you hate it. <laughs> so uh, I would say I feel like I'm going to ask you what what kind of things you do like. But I like the idea mm -hmm. of um you know, I kind of like the idea of you being interactive with people, you helping people, you kind of being a little more hands on one on one with people. Mm -hmm. I actually think that would be really good. So, you know, I think you pushing paper or filing forms probably isn't going to be your thing. Um, you know, yeah. something that allows you to give of your heart. I, I really feel like that that's what would work well for you. Maybe um even like teaching or counseling or anything in that kind of area. So what is it that you enjoy doing or that you thought about doing? Well, I was going on and off to school for nursing. So that's helping people and you mm -hmm. know, totally being right there. Okay. And right now I'm working at an office job so, you know, <laughs> and I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's just the office side. And boring. Yeah. That's, that's all it is. So why, why are you not getting back into the nursing then? Uh, well, I had a hard time just following through with it, and life is just keep throwing curveballs, and I'm I hear you know, you. older, and I have kids, yeah. and it's hard for the school, two kids, and yeah. um, things just were going on, and so yeah, I just I totally like get it. You know, I mean, I can tell you, without... Without a husband and kids, my life is difficult enough with, with the curveball. So I can imagine what those added elements. But 
um, at some point you got to kind of put yourself a little bit higher up on the priority list. Okay. Like dedicate Mm -hmm. some time to yourself. So, you know, if the nursing is just maybe too, again, like too many, too much schooling, find something that's helping people with less schooling needed. You know, maybe it's helping um, in an elderly assistance home where, you know, you don't have to be a nurse, but you're still helping people or helping people in rehabilitation. But I just love the idea of you helping people. Okay. Yeah. Does you know, does that help at all? Thank you very much. Yeah. You know, the the thing is, it's at some point, Tiffany, like, um, you know, unless you dedicate the time and the energy to yourself, you know, to uh, something you really want to do, you're going to be stuck pushing paper, mm-hmm. right? Because it's uh, that's the qualifications that you're going to meet. So I want you to do this for mm-hmm. yourself. It's a, you know, it's only going to be a year or two that you need to do it. Um, and and I know mm-hmm. you can. And you're such a gift. You're such a gift to people. You're so patient too. I love how you're. I can feel how patient you are. I have no idea how you can do that. <laughs> Right. So, yeah, I, I agree. That yeah. A lot of times when you want to make a career change, it's really, this is like the hardest part, the back and the forth. But it mm-hmm. sounds like you know in your heart that you have to do this. Yeah. And it, maybe it won't mm-hmm. be so easy at first and it'll be a time sacrifice. But I just know that that we spend more time in our we spend more time working than we do anything else oftentimes. And you should find and follow your passion and do what you love, even if it's going to mean some sacrifices start you know when you start out yeah yeah because yeah, those kids are going to get older and they're not going to need it. you as much and you know you're gonna you, you know you don't want to be stuck then in the same place you are right now yeah you can okay. do it and do you see like if i go to school would i be successful in that area oh yeah that, what, 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 do you think i'm gonna tell you to <laughs> go to school if i don't think you're gonna be successful you know how bad that would make me no. look <laughs> <laughs> but it's just oh i just I mean, I took this semester off and I feel like so sad. See, See, you need it. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, now here's here's your job, Tiffany. Your job is to make me look like a rock star. All right. The way you do that is you go to school, you finish school, you become the best nurse or best helper of other people. And then you say, oh, my gosh, if it weren't for Colby and Emily, (laughs) this would have never have happened. That's what you need to do. You ready? You got it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> you got so what it. I do, I'll call you back and let you know. Thank I you. We'll be here. I, we can't We're not leaving. wait. Can't okay. wait. All right. I know you'll do it too. I feel good about <laughs> it. <laughs> All right. We actually have another caller. Who's on the line? Maureen. Maureen. You. Oh, you're welcome, Tiffany. Thanks, honey. Good luck, Tiffany. Bye. Hey, Maureen. This is Colby. Can you hear me? Colby. Hi. Hi, hi ladies. How are you? Hi. I'm good. How are you? I'm well. I'm just wondering if. Whenever I talk to Colby, we always talk about when I'm moving, where I'm moving in career. But what about a man for me one day, girls? What do you think? Oh, yeah. that's Let's talk about that. Yeah. let's. So, <laughs> you know, I feel like she's, you know, she, it's actually like I do feel like someone's going to step in. Yeah. But she, she also is starting to get more comfortable. I think she's starting to get a little more comfortable with who she is, kind of getting back into her mojo. But with that being said, Emily, what I want to know is how w- w- what can she do to kind of get that out to the male population like what, right. what kind of energy well, she can she yeah exactly. that's a really good question because a lot of people are like i can't find anyone but i'm looking but they're not really putting themselves out there in in several ways like emotionally physically spiritually so where are you at right now in, in your life when it comes to dating um nil <laughs> nil so you're not so you, are you divorced or would you just get out of a long relationship um, nothing. For um, I haven't been in a relationship I think she's been for single about, for a while okay. um, five years yeah. okay and so now you're feeling okay so i I mean, and you do you know what you're looking for? Are you looking for a relationship, marriage? Yes. 
Okay. Yes. Um, and so, I mean, I always say that when you're, when you're looking to date somebody that it's kind of like you're looking for a second job in a way. You treat it like that. So you let everyone you know that you trust, that you're single, that you think of good taste in friends and people. And you say, hey, you know, I'm actually dating right now. So if you can think of anybody, I'd love to be fixed up. That would be great. And then you got to start really putting yourself out there. And what I mean by that is mm-hmm. a lot of us get really comfortable and we get really set in our ways. And then you often hear, oh, you know, L.A. is the worst town to date or New York's the worst town to date. And I believe that wherever people live, they think it's the very worst town to date. <laughs> and I think it's because we, you know, we often don't just, you're not, you know, it's often, you got to change your pattern. So every day, let's say you go to work and you do the same things. You got to put yourself out there by saying once a week, you know, I'm yeah. going to say yes to every Facebook invite I get for, you know, your friends and you invites, birthday parties. And you're like, I don't want to go. So you say yes to invites. Or, you know, every month you'll say yes to three of them. Or, and you take a course you've been wanting to take. Maybe there's something like they have a lot of great like meetups and like co-ed courses. And so it's really just kind of like altering your schedule every week so maybe it's once a week would feel good to you have a diet where it's just dedicated to you going out and do something that's about you but also meeting other people yeah i think too you know maureen is especially with you know your spiritual connection you know find circles find groups and meetups and things that are along those lines so that this way you're already connecting with someone who's kind of on the same page like-minded right yeah that, that i mean because i gotta tell you 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 know especially if you you know, you find yourself a straight man who's into some spiritual, you know, that means he's probably got, you know. Exactly. He's got some, well, let he's me got tell some you, good energy. That's a great idea. So when I say take a course, it's, it might sound kind of, but yeah, do that course that you've been really, like, you've always wanted to take a cooking course. So you've always wanted to learn French. I mean, do that thing that you always wanted to do, but then you will meet people who are. Yeah, more along that path. And to, to be honest, I just finished this. Um, I'm taking this somatic training. It's like a therapy type of training in, in, mm-hmm. in San Francisco with Celeste and Danielle. They're great. And I had my first weekend over six months, but I met a guy there. I oh. mean, like, I don't know if anything's going to happen, but the point is we had like a date. He's in San Francisco, but it was the first time I was like, oh, and he's studying the same thing I'm studying. I mean, he's not even a... You know, he's not even in the world of sex. He's a scientist, but he's like, oh, I'm interested in self-growth. I've done yeah. a lot of courses like this. I'm working on myself. And I was like, that's so attractive to me because I too am working to grow and learn this stuff. So it's a great way. Yeah. It actually works. I'm not just talking about it. I like met some See? nice people who are, you know, we had stuff to talk about, Yeah, practice together. That's exactly what, what it's about. Maureen, it's, I think it's, you know, starting, you know, you, you starting, you got to take those baby steps to put yourself out there so that we can pull them in for you. Yeah, yeah, I agree, though, um, with the spiritual connections that, that I have and experience that it takes that kind of same thinking man, I think, that I th- I'm yes. looking for. Well, you know why, too? I just feel like, I know this is going to sound crazy, but I really feel like you need a sensual man. You need a man who's very in touch with his like feminine side, but is also masculine. Um, that's going to work really well that's for you. Cool. Yeah, yeah. And he's, I know he's out there. So I want you to start kind of putting yourself out there a bit and start kind of connecting so you can bring them in sound good to you okay yeah yep. may have to be in the other <laughs> state but i at least can start thinking about you it yeah why not Don't, yep, take a workshop anywhere. somewhere else do something yeah you got this maureen so well thanks for calling in i appreciate it you guys great thanks i'm, I'm happy you've got your show good luck to you guys thank you emily nice thank to you. you nice talking to you thanks maureen have a great night all right so we got another caller yeah oh my goodness there are, who else we have here okay four one zero Who's 410? I, my name is Jen. Hi, Jen. How you doing? Okay. 
Hi, Jen. <laughs> you, um, you answered it. You answered like it was a question. Sorry. You're like, okay. Um, <laughs> no, I don't, it's, it's, <laughs> do you not know? I'm a little nervous. Oh, girl. Nervous, that's listen, sweet pea, Jim. No one is even listening. This is just yeah. you, <laughs> me, Emily, and the rest of the world. That's it. We're so listening. we're. Right. This is girlfriend talk. That's all this is. Okay. They, yeah, they don't know who you are. So mine is relationship-wise, and it's complicated because I've been involved on and off with somebody, and we're attached to other people. Yes. Yeah, I was actually going to – I could feel that he, he was. I could definitely feel that he had someone. I, I, I didn't quite feel that for you, so I'm a little surprised, but – this is it. This is it. You naughty, naughty kitty, you. But he, he definitely. I could feel he's attached. Now, l- let me just give you a little reading on it, and then I'm gonna let Emily kind of tap in, um, just more from a practical relationship, uh, sex standpoint. Sound good? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So uh, the feeling is now. I'm just kind of curious, really quick. Is your question like whether or not the two of you will end up together? Well, my gut says yes, but I don't know if that's blinded by love okay yeah so the the only thing is i just feel like um there is a strong connection um it just definitely feels at least with him he still feels very connected to the person he's involved with okay um maybe there's some Mm -hmm. there's like a responsibility around it so does he have a child with that person okay see do you understand so you understand like what the attachment yeah so i I think that holds him in and i you know that's it's harder, I think, sometimes for men to really let go of that um, because he wants to be there. I'm just curious, though. Does he happen to have a daughter? Is that is it a daughter or a son? Both. Oh, OK. <laughs> Got it. OK. So it's, you know, the connection is, you know, the two of you definitely have a lot of chemistry. There's definitely maybe that. Yeah. Um, you know, plus two, the, when you're together, you can kind of let go of all the other responsibilities, right, Emily? Like, yeah. maybe that's part of the allure and that's part of the attraction is that, that they can kind of, like, let go of their worlds and just have that. Exactly. <laughs> have that passionate affair. Yeah, but in, in your experience, right. Emily, can, you know, if two people are having an affair, right? So, I'm so I missed the... So, you're married... She's, she's in a relationship, in a too. relationship. Yeah. Okay, got it. And what was your question? Yeah, we both are. Okay. Yeah. Colby, you were saying people- I, okay. Like I said, it's on and on and off, on and off for several years now. Yeah. Okay. Well, because you're both in relationships. Yeah. So I mean, that's a tricky mm-hmm. one. You know, it's um, I'm not. There is no science suit. I'm not going to say this one will never work out. But on and off, on and off, on and off. Yeah. Usually, if it's just on and off once, I'm like, okay. But like that was three on and offs. So that says to me that it's been a little unstable for a while. And he's still in in his relationship, and he's got kids, and that's tricky. Yeah. And he's probably still me too yeah so do you, and you have kids mm-hmm. as well and so you know i'm not sure if you I mean are you still planning on you're still in your relationship but are you not leaving because of this guy yeah i feel like so let me answer that real quick okay let's just see okay jen i right i feel like you you are ready to leave your relationship and i think if this guy were ready to leave his you would give it a chance and move forward is that right Probably so, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I felt like that. That was my, because I was thinking, yeah. You should leave anyway then. If you're ready I know. To leave. Like, I know. Don't we contingent about that? Or you should decide that you're going to work on it, but you shouldn't be in the middle here waiting well, for Well, I think it's, else. I think it's tough because I think financially, or is it, is there a huge, is there kind of like you need this person financially as well, Jen? The, the, your current relationship. Me, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the yeah. feeling I, I got. That. Yeah. So I, I kind of felt like it's, she didn't have the freedom. That's why I think she likes being with. He's good in bed too, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
That's yeah, why we, we have affairs. Really <laughs> yes, I know. Uh, okay. All right. Um, so any advice that we can kind of give her? Uh, yeah, I'm just I trying mean, to think. I mean, how how does it make you feel, the relationship overall? Is it making you happier or is it making you giving you more anxiety? Uh, it doesn't give me anxiety. It makes me happy. It, it is a, um, a guilt thing with him sometimes because of children and things like that. So while I understand it, you know, that makes sense. Side that sometimes you don't. Right. I mean, it just seems kind of messy right now. And yeah. you're also in a relationship and he's in one. So I just don't see this getting any smoother. Yeah. That you're both going to miraculously leave. And so I would decide if you guys are both on the same path once and for all and you're going to leave. Or if not, I would, I mean, my gut would say you just got to cut it and decide that you're going to leave your relationship or you're going to work on it because this in-between messiness is, is not serving you. Yeah. yeah, and I think, too, the, the yeah. hard part is is you, you really can't really take this out in the open. It just feels to me there's right. a lot of secret. I mean, obviously, there's an affair, but I just feel like even above that, it's not even like you can go out in public too much with this person. It feels like it's a lot of um, hidden. It is. I yeah. know. I know everybody says there's no good that ever comes out of these things. Well, you know, actually, I mean, I was listening to a podcast called Dear Sugar, which I love. It's the lady um, from... Oh, what was that movie? Oh, this is how I do no. movies. She did the movie where she did the hike, and it was about her mom. Oh, uh, with yes. um, the blind. Reese um, yes, with Reese, Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Into the Wild. Into the Wild, yeah. Into the, okay, so. Something like that. The lady who wrote that, um, she does a podcast called Dear Sugar. It's really cute. I really enjoy it. Oh, good. And they did one on affairs. Um, so you may want to listen to that, actually, Jen. But mm-hmm. what was interesting is she said that, you know, that, that people in affairs can stay together, which I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm usually like, no, <laughs> because it starts off in such a, well, it just starts off in such a, a secretive, hidden place where there's not a yeah. lot of freedom. And then what happens when you have all that freedom? You, you know, it's, there are cases, I think it can be yep. your soulmate. Yeah, it can but, work. I but, just think it just, you need to set some parameters because then another year is going to go by and yeah, it'll be the back and forth, back I, and forth. I think this is not right, but. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so how do you think it can possibly change that, say, in the next three months and then talk to him about it? If you don't see any change and you know it's time, I mean, because I don't know if you're going to cut it today, yeah. you know, so, but I would like try to set up some guidelines of what you'd like to see, at least some kind of movement on your part and his part. Right. Because then otherwise, you know right. how it is. If you put it in your calendar right now, three months from today, I want to feel ABC with him, you know, and he knows this and it's a goal you're working towards. Yep. If nothing happens, you know, it'll be whatever month it is, August, and the same <laughs> stuff's happening. So Yeah, I think you're gonna right. you guys are just gonna keep going back and forth if um you you know you just don't hold some boundaries with this. So I do right. hope that helps. Right. I do hope it helps. Um but while you're doing it, have fun, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay, Jen, thanks. thanks so much for, for calling in. Uh before we take Bye. the next caller, just wanna remind everyone I am talking talking with Dr. Emily Morse. Yes, host of the podcast Sex with Emily. You can make sure you subscribe to her podcast, yeah, everybody. So like yeah. it's so just go on iTunes, Sex with Emily. I mean you can't even forget yeah, that. It's so easy. Or go to sexwithemily.com. But we do two shows a week and it's you know, it's doing well. Like yeah. I said, it was number six on all of iTunes a few weeks ago. And wow. It's just people, yeah, I love it. I that's love doing awesome. it. I love people. Yeah, see, that's that's going to be good. Have better sex if you've been trying to figure out why isn't it getting better, why are we stuck in the same place, you know? <laughs> I'll have you. I'm here for you. Absolutely. All right, so let's. Uh, we have another caller on the line, so let's take a caller. Hey, caller, this is Colby. Hi. Hi. Um. Yeah, I've just... You What's know, your name? Wondering, like, I've had... Oh, my name's Chrissy. 
Oh, hi, hey, Chrissy. Chrissy. And hi. what were you wondering? Uh, well, I kind of uh, have come up against like some health issues, uh, and I just didn't know like like we've always planned to have a family, and I wasn't sure if that was going to be a possibility now with these possible health issues. And it's not nothing's really like figured out at this point what's going on yet. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I just like. I've been working on my career and I've been working on that as well. And I'm just trying to figure out like a path to kind of pursue, I guess. I'm not, I'm just unclear on that. Like, okay. So we we'll, wanted a family and yeah. So let's address the, the family topic. Okay. Um, and then, and then maybe Emily will have some suggestions as far as routes that you can take that, that she may know of through experience. Um, but you know, okay. I do feel like, you know, this is a tough one because I always got to tell people I'm not a doctor and a, not a medical intuitive. Um, but I do feel like I, I do feel like you can have a sense of family and have a family. I, I think um, the the issues that are coming up, maybe because it's so premature that you're kind of looking at the worst case scenario, but it doesn't I don't quite feel like it ends up being the worst case scenario. OK, um, okay. but it is like, you know, you got to you got to jump into that rodeo, too, if you want. You want a family because uh, I don't know if you're getting a little older, but I feel it just feels like it's time. You know what I mean? I think if you're going to do it, you got to start really making an effort now. So I'm just curious. Are you I hate to ask that. Are you kind of in your later 30s? I hate to ask that. How old are you? (laughs) I'm just just turned 30. Oh, 33. That's so weird. Your body feels a little older to me. Um, I'm kind of just curious. (laughs) Did you did you find yourself being a little older uh, physically, like, I don't know. I, I just feel like you're older a little physically. It's so interesting. Yeah, um, I guess so. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because things, I th- I just feel like you don't, I, I don't know. I, I, I want you to, if you're going to do this, I think you, I want you to start making efforts and doing what you need to do to kind of preserve um, and make things okay. happen now. Even if you got to kind of, I mean, listen, again, I can't give you medical advice, but freezing eggs is very, very common. Um, and that may be a really good strategy you want to talk to your doctor about just because for some okay. reason, I'm not sure you're going to have, you know, into your forties as much as someone else. I do hope you do. I, I would love to be wrong. I would love to be wrong. Um, so, you know, yeah. but I, I keep feeling like there's a little like girl get started. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it does. If you freeze yeah, your eggs. No, we're, we're fine. We're fine with it being like a right away thing, but it's just uh, there's a possibility there could be a lot of hurdles. And I just, uh, yeah, I was totally thinking worst case scenario. Yeah, you were. Yeah, you don't. don't, Yeah, that's just, but listen, and and then I'm going to let Emily talk about freezing eggs. But um, the the thing is, is, yeah, you're, you definitely, but that's just kind of how your nature is, though. You, you, you always look at the worst and then, and then you have to be kind of talked off the limb, you know, like, okay, let's back away from the cliff. Come on now, Chrissy. <laughs> so it, it's fine. I just think totally. it's part of your, yeah, I think it's just part of your personality. I don't think this is nearly as, as complicated as you think, but again, unless, you know, you start kind of getting on there, um, you know, Emily, what about the freezing eggs? Well, How- I mean, freezing eggs is a great option right now. And okay. Sometimes, you know, even like insurance companies, insurance companies will cover it. But what it does for a lot of women is that it just gives them that peace of mind that it's not like when they're looking for a partner that they have to think, my time's running out, the clock is ticking. It's like, you've got your eggs and you're at a great age to do that. And so... I just know for women, it just takes it takes the pressure off, and that it's a safety in case something does happen. That you've got those eggs, and it works for a lot of women, and yeah, that might give okay. you peace of mind. So you're also not dating with this like, oh my god, I've got two eggs left. I got one leg up. They're dropping. You know, well, it's like, I think she's married. I mean, you're, you're married. Oh, you're Are married. You Chrissy? 
Yes. Yeah, yeah, I've got it. Yeah. Married and, and we're totally okay if that were to happen. It's just, yeah. um, just, yeah. If it were to happen tomorrow, I'd be totally fine with it. It's I got just, it. Now we're feeling like, okay, well, it better be now or like it could maybe not be if it wasn't now. Because I am fighting up against like a thyroid disorder as well as polycystic ovarian are two like heavy hitters that are causing complications, I guess. Mm. So, how uh, long have you been trying? So, yeah, it's just like, or have, have you got? Have you, did you say you guys were trying already? I'm sorry, Miss. Have you been trying already, or now you just found out this medical yeah. information? So you've already been trying. Yeah, f- just as like as in October. Okay, oh yeah. my god, you haven't even oh, been trying like, yeah. that long. That's right. But, Wait, but you- within the last year, there's been like some things popping up, which is like you may have some issues. Mm. So um, listen, just recently I kind of got some we- news that it could be a lot harder than I thought. Uh, I hate we- that news because yeah, in your because mind, in your mind is already yes. setting up obstacles for yourself. You know, I want you to start thinking really positive, putting out positive energy. Just get the you can get the thyroid, and I I feel like it can all get rebalanced i don't i am i know you can do this i want you to think optimistically not pessimistically okay and then i want you to name your baby after me rebel (laughs) name your baby rebel okay (laughs) 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 all right thanks so much chrissy thank you thank you Um, thank you thank you uh so really emily really quick what's the most interesting story you've ever gotten can you oh my god my most interesting story <sighs> i god i get asked, i do get asked this question i always say i need a better answer for it because to me it's like everything's interesting nothing's weird who was like okay. what's the weird story like nothing is like really weird to me but i always just you know what's interesting the how many couples have emailed me? How many people have emailed me and said that they've been with their partner for a long time? It could be five, 10, 50. I've had up to 20 years and they say they've never, ever talked to their partner about sex. Like <gasps> they, they're emailing me, you know, we haven't had sex in two years and this and that happened, but I really want to try something new. I'm like, well, have you talked to your partner? No, that people are together that long and they don't know how to talk. They're so fearful of bringing it up. And then, because the problem with sex in relationships is that, for a lot of us, that's what we get. It's great at the beginning. And then eventually after a year and a half, two years, it might drop, fall down the wayside. You have yeah. kids. And then they're like, I don't know how to get my sex drive back. And so couples have all that. They don't know how to talk about it. So it just amazes me that couples go so long. And just like trying anything new, it's going to be scary the first time. You're like, honey, let's talk about last night. And here's some fun things we could try. Or like listen to my yeah. podcast together. But you'll be so grateful you did. Because once you get that conversation going, you're just guaranteed to have the you know have better sex and um, have a better life. And- and- why not pleasure. make it more fun? Make it fun. Make yeah. it like a game with your partner. Like you're like, I've got to have the talk. No, it's like a fun talk. Like this is fun homework. This yeah. is like, <laughs> we can talk about how to have more pleasure and yeah. more connection and more intimacy. How great is that? And the thing is, is you know when people first start dating, it's not even an issue. They're like all over, like ah, you know what I mean. And then yeah, right after it's gonna time, happen. It's bi- it's it's biology. Like yeah. it happens over time. You mm-hmm. the honeymoon phase. It's it's a biochemical thing. I mean, we lose the serotonin, oxytocin, all those love and feel good chemicals attached just to someone eventually will it's going to go away it will it will fade into it and then you'll get be more comfortable and you'll be connected and you'll feel like you're in a relationship but all that newness stuff is gone and people don't know how to bridge that gap and still keep it interesting well you know what's really good is um just energetically wise you know a lot of that root and sacral like you know that that's kind of in your your lower back your pelvis your your little organs sexual organs there so you know sometimes jump starting them dancing is a really good one but you know Kegel so exercises are a good one that's a yeah. good one but just kind of getting that little area down there to move may also kind of yeah, stir up the pot true. in the kitchen um all right so we have another we have another caller john Great. oh let's take a caller fun yeah 
Hello, this is Colby. 805. Oh, no, it sounds like they lost. We lost 805. Call back. Call back. Do we have someone else on hold? Okay, great. Sounds good. All right. So what we'll do is um, I'm going to ask you actually another question. Okay. All right. All right. So what I want to do is uh, what I want to know is, you know, when you said we lose those like pheromones mm-hmm. and, and yeah, chemicals. Yeah, oxytocin. Yeah. Is there any way to kind of get them back? Like You're never going to get back to that early stage okay. that connection is because that, the thing is, the reason why we feel so attached to someone at the beginning is because mm-hmm. it's new. You know, there's a novelty to it. It's exciting. It's not predictable. We're learning each other. Um, there, You know, it's, um, it's uh, spontaneous. But then eventually we connect to someone and we get committed and we get, so every, all those things that were exciting, spontaneity and newness, we get, you know, it becomes rote. We live together. We know everything's planned out. And that as a byproduct of being complete opposite of attraction, that settling in makes us no longer, you know, makes us lose that attraction. So what do you do? You're not going to get back to the butterflies of the early stage. You know, I mean, that exact same feeling, but what you can do is start to, to work on your relationship, uh, Focus on the sex early on. So yes, you're having great sex, but start to talk about it. Like last night was really fun. And here's something great I heard on Emily's podcast, or I bought this book, or I saw this show. And you constantly are talking about things that you could do to keep it interesting, whether it's just taking a vacation together, having vacation sex. I mean, I'm not saying you have to, you know, buy like, you know, crazy sex swing and swing it for the rafters, but you do have to keep it part of your dialogue, just like you're talking about everything else in your relationship and you're planning for, you know, the kid's school or if you're going to live in the city or the country, we should also plan like, what can we do to like stay connected and stay intimate? Whether it's like giving each other a back massage every week and you're staying connected in that way. So you, speaking of before back it goes massage, by the, well, yeah. speaking of back massage, let's tell everyone about, okay, the candles, just because, <laughs> so Emily, Emily started this candle company with what, Tony? Emily and it? Tony, yeah. yeah. But, I have to tell you, we're not selling them anymore. Oh, one no. of the last ones. I know. It's cool. You can talk about how great they are, but we're not. I know. Oh, I love them. I know. Well, then they can they can try a massage candle totally. in general. Massage candles are amazing. I mean, there might still be a few left on the website, but they're so great because they it's a little kinky, but it's not like you're putting wax on your partner. It burns into like warm, luscious massage oil. A yeah. candle, like a regular aromatherapy, which you've used one, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did All you... myself. Just No, I use it <laughs> as a body moisturizer. I did. I, I take my bubble bath. I love my Mr. Bubbles bubble bath. But, and <laughs> Again, that mindset of, of um, that of um, abundance around dating and now that there's like this lack or all the good ones are taken or no one's for me because again that's just going to perpetuate this negative message it's more like wow this is fun like I'm single I'm ready to meet someone and I'm going to put that energy out there like how excited I am about it you know I had a friend who recently she was she was really down she was dating online and doing all these things she's like I just hate it I dread every date and all of a sudden we talked about it I'm like but you want a relationship and you you actually want to even have kids so why are you going on these dates? Why, why are you dreading every day? What if you go into it like, this could just be a nice new person I meet. Maybe they have a friend. And like just yeah. switching your mindset towards like it's a like it's a job in a bad way rather yeah. than like fun. You get to go on a date. And it, and it really changed her perspective to be more open to just the date. And also yep. she was also, I have another friend who was also, another thing, these just patterns to catch yourself in that might help you with dating is that there are some people who are more, um, they're more easy to judge people. So someone says, I want to fix you up with an artist. And they're like, oh, my dad was an artist. I could never date her. Like, you know, we set yeah. all these, uh, these arbitrary, the what boxes. we rule people out. We have these I call boxes. them boxes. Yeah. And we automatically strike people. I could yep. never date them. Can, and we're so yeah. judgmental, but we've never even met this person. So be a little bit more open about people and what you're willing to expect because you don't know them you know from meeting them once or from what you read on paper you know yeah and that's the other thing too is right everybody 
everybody is going to be Mr. So if you, you know, go online dating, you know, it's, don't say, oh, it's, it's terrible. It's terrible. Of course, it no, because if you're, if you're not going to do online and you're not going to go out and you're not going to do social groups, it's just, you're, you're creating such a box for yourself. Right. You know, that it, you're making it impossible. Exactly. And get rid of that stigma about online dating because yeah. I just feel like that's already gone. It's like everybody, oh, yeah. you know, you oh, hear yeah. all these stories like three out of five couples yeah. met online. Oh, yeah. If you're not dating online and as one of your buckets of things that you're trying, that you you're, it. it's almost like saying like, I've done everything to lose weight. Oh my God, I cut back out yeah. on food and carbs ever, but I'm not going to exercise. It's yeah. like, oh, <laughs> you have, you really done everything, you know? So it's kind of, it's that part of it. Like you really do have to like, just try be, yeah, it. because even if you know, even if you kind of go online, but then you meet them in person, it's just Great. putting that energy exactly. out to the it's universe. Practice. It's putting that intention out. So, really quick, though, I want to make sure I want to know where people can find the book Hot Sex. Oh, okay, Hot Sex over two hundred things you could try. To, it's a really, it is another fun book. I wrote, I wrote it like four years ago, and that's the great thing about it. You can find it at sexwithemily.com or on Amazon. Okay. And the best thing is that it's it's pictured. We actually took oh. pictures of people actually of having sex. Having, okay. But it's it's a very <laughs> but it's not that we illustrated it. Okay. So it's a very like. <laughs> easy to look at book and there really are 200 things you don't have to try them all in a night but it's fun because couples use it and they just or if you're dating and you just pick it on your put it on your nightstand and you open to one and you're like we'll try that tonight and it's not like crazy sex positions that you can't that's it it's not positions oh. that are so hard but it's really just little tiny things that you could do that would you know bump up your sex life that night or to have some fun with your partner some teasing some playing some role playing some you know anything. yeah some new positions anything dirty talk you're like okay let's go we're in it there's yeah. a book Emily said so in the book so it's a great tool and it is and you know it's it's a great gift if someone wants to get it for their partner yeah I mean, it's a how, fun gift how sexy is it for a girl to get it for a guy such a guy to get it for a girl oh anyone a partner to get it for a partner I right. mean it just seems uh, it that is would be a sexy fun. gift it is a pretty, sexy pretty, gift yeah, and it's a really it is a beautiful like it's the illustrations and everything so it's actually like even it. a gift you can honestly goodness, give it to like, yourself give it or <laughs> give it even give it to a friend like I think I wouldn't mind getting it like have I ever given you a copy no about, you know why because it came up before I met you and I'm oh. not always, I used to always like walk around but it still does very well I will get you a copy I want it autographed though okay. can I have uh, yes. an autograph absolutely <laughs> absolutely yes okay so you have the the podcast coming up again tell people where they can okay, find sex it. with Emily we do a lot of great shows but everything we just um we had the, the women from submission on which is like the new 50 shades of gray show on oh, is showtime it? yeah we just we just okay. recorded that um, we just did a show. It was Masturbation Month. We did a lot of shows and sex <laughs> It's all Sex with Emily on iTunes or just go to sexwithemily.com. There's a subscribe button. You, we have hundreds of posts we put up every week. I've been doing it for 10 years. So literally, if you have any sex or relationship question, I've probably answered on the site. And actually, I think if they subscribe, don't they get a free little yeah, something? Yeah, you get a free five biggest mistakes you're making in bed. Actually, what I loved about it is it's for male or female. Yeah. I love that. I thought, yeah, oh, exactly. how, how clever is that? Right, that's for our mailing list too. But yeah, you can subscribe to our mailing yeah. list and the podcast. And, and do it all together. Fun stuff. We do videos, however you learn. I like to give people enough. They're like, you know, I just like to read or I want to listen because podcasts sometimes you don't have the time. So yeah. we video is we do it all but the a podcast toys, is great because yeah. they could someone can listen to it on the way home exactly. from work in the car it, you know go for a workout and listen to it i think those are yeah fantastic i know I yeah love podcasts yeah those are those are really really good um and what do you see for like wh where do you see the future of sex with emily oh the future of sex with emily i mean i, I honestly think that it's been doing i i love that it's just reaching with podcasting you know i have mm -hmm. listeners all over the world and i love that just every year it's just like growing and growing and I think the future is 
I would just love more people to be listening and to be having better sex. I'd love to be teaching more courses around the country, oh, around yeah. the world, which I started doing a little bit of and um, just educating people. And I've, uh, uh, you know, I'll be starting to offer different courses on my site that people could take to like, you know, 30 days of better sex. Yeah. So I just, honestly, I just love what I do and I want to keep being I able to totally do it. I could totally see doing a uh, talk show. Yeah. I, I oh, would love I, to see you Yeah, doing I'm working that. on doing a talk show. Okay. I do oh, you little, are? Things, okay. little things going on there. Another book. Okay. I love my Kegel. I've, you know, my iPhone <laughs> app is Kegel Camp and Kegel exercises are so important for women. So I'm like a hugely passionate on pelvic floor health because, and for men too, but women just, we don't get a lot of information around about here. Like I feel like in France, if you have a baby, for example, postnatal care, it's like you have to do your, your Kegels. And here it's like, women just they don't understand what's going on down there so that can help them and sex family is just I, I love that it's just growing and hearing from people and that I'm able to now do more shows and like also um, give help people advise people through the podcast or online through Twitter you yeah. know Instagram like all the places that I do it that there's information there for people so I'm just gonna keep doing that well, what I love. if anyone is looking for Emily, remember it's at Sex with Emily on Twitter and Instagram. Her Snapchat is Sex I'm with Emily. It's so fun. Facebook is facebook.com backslash Sex with Emily. Yep. And, you know, obviously we've talked about it, but please subscribe to her Thanks, iTunes Kobe. podcast, Sex with Emily. It has just been such an honor and pleasure to have you on today. Thank you for having me. Congratulations Can't wait. on your show. Thank you. Can't wait to get the book autographed. Done and done. <laughs> And I just want to thank everyone uh, for tuning in, for calling in, for supporting. It's it's awesome. A lot of fun. And uh, good night, everybody. Sometimes I feel like a star, but only strictly where I'm famous. I'm in this foot along this hall, like we'll see where it takes us. I'm throwing back these double shots like whiskey here is weightless. Cause, cause this career I chose was even riskier than Vegas, yo. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.